What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Felicia Jasmine, coming back to you with another episode of College by Her, the podcast. I hope y'all's week has gotten off to a great start. And if not, then don't even worry because we have a ton of time left to turn that around. As you all know, we always like to start off with a small win. So I'll go first. Um, I went to spend some time with my friends in New York last week. So if you can remember from last week's episode, I share how homesickness and just life was really getting to me. So being able to go and spend the weekend with them was amazing. Um, So yeah, I'm grateful for that. And y'all shared some small wins with me as well. One person said, I usually get up for work around 6.20, but yesterday I woke up at about 5.45 and it was a good feeling. Yeah, that's a whole win. Someone else said, I ate in the calf practically every day. And if you know me, this is a small win. Um, they made some things shaped for an organization they're a part of on campus. They talked to some companies about securing an internship bag. And they just kind of realized how much they have grown as a woman and a person and they're proud of themselves. So that's a huge win. Thank y'all so much for continuing to share y'all's wins with us, me, the podcast, all of that. And more importantly, just thank y'all for still listening and being a part. I really appreciate it. All right. So as always, here is the time when I get to share something dope with y'all that I think you should check out. This week, it is the Calm app. I feel like I've mentioned this briefly in the episode before, um, maybe like in conversation, but just wanted to specifically highlight it here today. The Calm app is a free app for daily meditation practice and it can improve your focus, ease your worries. I personally listen to it every night when I fall asleep. Um, So yeah, go download the Calm app. It's free. Apple androids anything you got go to your app store and download it you can listen to like just regular nature sounds so if you like the sound of rain um, a rainforest the wind all that's on there I go to sleep to the ones that's like birds chirping and outside I don't know it's just super calming super peaceful and it's really helped me they have meditation on there as well and we'll get into all of that a little bit more in the episode but yeah go download the calm app it's free and let me know what y'all think all right mind you this is not a paid sponsorship okay just putting y'all on but speaking of calm that is directly related to today's topic so last week's episode was a nice intro into mental health and some of the not so glamorous things about transitions moves adulting and just life in general and so I appreciate all of the great feedback that I got about the episode And I'm happy that me being open and sharing my experiences and, you know, being transparent was able to help y'all. And so this week I want to continue that conversation and talk about anxiety. Um, It's one of those words that, you know, gets thrown around a lot and sometimes it can get out of hand, misused. And so today I wanted to share with y'all like some real concrete information about what anxiety is, um, what anxiety disorders can look like, um, because I know in a college setting, one, the word, like it just gets used a lot, but also two, it's a real thing. So in no way um, am I discounting anybody's experience, but also two, it is one of those words that we just kind of throw around and use in conversations like, oh my gosh, I had a panic attack when like you actually didn't, you were just overwhelmed. So we're going to talk about that today um, and really talk about what anxiety actually is. So let's get right into it. 
Um, so anxiety is actually the anticipation of a future threat. Um, so that differs from fear in the sense that, you know, fear is a response and anxiety is you're anticipating something happening in the future. Um, so when you think about things of like, if you get on the elevator and so sometimes people, like if you're anxious that the elevator is going to stop, but not just like that's a thought, but like actual anxiety about it. Like you're anticipating something happening in the future. So that was just an example. Um, but a lot of time anxiety is associated with like muscle, muscle tension, um, hypervigilance. So kind of always being on guard, always being on lookout. Like every time a door opens, you're turning your head um, to see. So that's kind of that hypervigilance or being hyper aware of your surroundings. Um, being cautious is also something that's often associated with anxiety and then also avoiding behaviors. Um, so like if you're so anxious about driving on the highway that you avoid all highways and anytime you ever drive, you use the road. Um, like that would be a piece of that avoiding behaviors. And so kind of touching back on panic attacks, you know, they are a real thing. So like I said, that is definitely a phrase that, you know, will use somebody can be like you know i was almost late for class this morning i didn't know where my keys were like i thought i was having a panic attack and so in that moment more than likely you probably weren't having a full-out panic attack you were probably just overwhelmed stressed your body was hot all these different things um and so oftentimes people will casually say you know they're having a panic attack and it's just interesting because they are a real thing for some people and for some people they aren't. And so, you know, I just kind of wanted this episode to help us really think about what anxiety is and, you know, maybe be a little more aware of the language we use in day-to-day conversations. Um, so anxiety disorders are different from normal fear um, or just being anxious because of the duration and persistence that the anxiety has. So for example, you can be anxious in a moment. Um, you can be anxious before an interview. You can be anxious before maybe you're getting back some really important news. You can be anxious and that doesn't mean that you have anxiety or that you have an anxiety disorder. Um, and hopefully that's making sense. So when I'm talking about the duration and percent persistence um, for a lot of disorders, you know, you have to be having those symptoms for like a period of six months or different things like that. And as far as persistence, it really has to be impacting your ability to function on a day-to-day basis. And so a lot of us, you know, we experience emotions and you may feel anxious or you may feel sad or you may feel happy, but what is going on in our bodies is that we're able to you know, regulate our emotions and we're able to deal with the sadness and deal with the happiness or deal with the stress. And we have coping strategies that we automatically do kind of without thinking about it. We have ways that we deal and regulate emotions like anxiety. And so for someone who has an anxiety disorder, that regulation may not be there. And so that persistence and kind of like the, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, intensity, that's the word. The persistence and the intensity of the anxiety is so much that it's actually impacting a person's ability to function. So, um, so yeah, so anxiety can look like all of these things. And so you can be feeling anxious, like I said, in any given moment, but it not be a full out anxiety attack. And so just because I also know that some people are like, so what is an anxiety disorder? Like, 
type of thing. Um, and so just to give y'all a little bit of context and background on what like a generalized anxiety disorder looks like or like some of the key features of that, um, it's definitely the persistent and excessive anxiety um, that, you know, includes things like around work, around school performance, and a person finds it difficult to control. So that was the regulation piece that I was talking about because a lot of us, you know, have maybe worry around work or have worry about school. And so that doesn't mean you have an anxiety disorder um, but when those things start to get out of hand and you feel yourself not being able to regulate those emotions or being difficult then that's when things you know may it may have reached something other than just anxiety um, and so a person may also experience like physical symptoms and these look different for everybody. So that can include like being restless or feeling like you're kind of on edge, being easily fatigued. Um, if you're in school, like having a hard time concentrating. If you're in class, your mind going blank, um, being irritable. I'm thinking of muscle tension, sleep disturbances. All these things are like some symptoms. And so also too. I want to make sure we're aware that like just because you have these symptoms doesn't also mean that you have a generalized anxiety disorder. Um, these are just some of the physical symptoms. And like I said, they look different in everybody. Those are just kind of like the hallmark features, if you will. Um, so when you're thinking about, you know, some of these physical symptoms and all of that, you're probably thinking like, okay, so if I have been feeling some of those things or maybe all of those things like what um and so for me when in a situation where I'm anxious so I mentioned the job thing before I know I had um when I interviewed for this position at Yale it was a very interesting interview experience the interviews were from 9 a.m to 5 p.m and we interviewed with 20 different people um, and so it was like speed dating on a thousand, like by the end of the, like, you're talking about your brain being done because think about it, you interviewing with 20 different people, you're answering a lot of the same questions, but like worded differently. It was just a mess. Um, but I was definitely like anxious going into that situation because it's like all 20 of those people, the way it works is they all come together to make a decision. Like nobody kind of has more power than the other. So you go into it like you know, you have to have all 20 people like you. It's not like, oh, I just want the director to pick me and then I'm good. Like all of these people have to agree. So I was definitely anxious, like before the interview, nervous, all of that. Um, and so like for me, I actually that morning listened to the Calm app um, because one, the sounds were just soothing and it kind of helped me to like ground myself. So when you think about things like the Calm app or just mindfulness, meditation in general. Um, some of those things are things that help people to recenter. For other people, it might be like not using your phone. I know some people have really cool um, routines where like in the morning they go two hours without um, opening social media because it just gives them a chance to like get their day started, whether they meditate and do all those other things because they feel like, you know, social media might add to like, you know, them feeling keyed up or having anxiety about the day. So all of those are just ways to become more present, um, become more grounded. Like I said, calm helps me with the sleep. Um, I know people play around with the different functions on their phone. So like do not disturb when they're asleep or turning down um, the settings so that it's like in night mode. All of those different things can help with that relaxation. 
and calming peace. And so this whole conversation may have you thinking about, you know, what things bring you anxiety. And so I would love for you guys to just take a little time to reflect um, while you're listening to this podcast or after either one about, you know, some things that may bring you anxiety or some situations that when you face, you feel a little anxious. And how are you coping with those things? So, you know, when you feel anxiety, anxious do you overeat or do you go work out do you talk to a friend do you put on the calm app do you listen to music like kind of how are you dealing with those situations and you know are is that helpful for you like kind of how how are your coping mechanisms helping you um and something else that I think is definitely important when talking about anxiety or really just any reaction we're having is, you know, when are you feeling these? But also to what are kind of your what are kind of like what is your body doing that? lets you know okay I'm anxious and so a lot of us really because you know life is so crazy and we're moving and we're going from work into this and the class to the class and so we cannot it's easy to not be in the moment because I know I am always on the go um but one thing you know we can miss is listening to our body so a lot of times our bodies will get let us know when things are happening so the same way that you know like oh, my eyes feel like this, so I'm about to have a headache. Or the same way you know, like you just know your body on different things. It's the same way with things like anxiety and just other feelings that we feel. If we listen to our bodies, we'll kind of get those clues. So maybe you're in this situation and, you know, your arms start sweating and your palms get really swollen. And that's kind of like how you're like, oh my gosh, this is happening to my body. I'm feeling anxious. So I would love for y'all to just take some time this week, like I said, or while you're listening to this podcast, like what are some of those clues in your body? Uh, Maybe, you know, you don't really have any physical reaction when you feel um, anxious, maybe like thoughts just rapidly start going through your mind, or maybe, you know, you do start sweating or just whatever that looks like for you. I would love for y'all to take some time to just be thinking about that and then, In addition, think about how you're coping. Are your coping strategies effective? Are they not? Um, And sometimes we, you know, don't realize maybe our coping strategies negatively impact others around us. So maybe when you're anxious, you ignore every single person on the planet and you're not so nice. Um, So is that an effective coping strategy? Maybe not. Your friends would probably say no. But, you know, so these are all things that we can just be thinking about. And I hope that this like episode kind of helps you look at anxiety in a different way and just be more aware of your body, your thoughts and things that are going on. Um, I would love to continue this conversation about mental health and anxiety on our Instagram at College By Her. So head over there throughout the week. We will be posting things about this topic um, in order to continue the conversation. And of course, our DMs are always open for any questions or suggestions that you have. Um, And you can also So head over to our Instagram um, to be added to our newsletter as well, which I'm super excited about because the newsletters just be dope and it's uh, about to be a new month. October is this week. So definitely hitting all y'all's inboxes with some fire. Um, And so in conclusion, which I guess I really should have said this at the beginning, but y'all just going to get it right here. I want to be very clear that, um, you know, this podcast is not a 
substitute for like mental health treatment or therapy. It is just simply a way to broaden the conversation, have us think together about mental health, what that looks like on a college campus, how that can impact y'all, all that good stuff. So definitely if you feel like you're having problems with anxiety and even, you know, you don't have to think that you have an anxiety disorder. Even if you just want help, maybe you need help um, figuring out more coping strategies for yourself or ways to deal with certain feelings that come up to you therapy is an amazing option and I would just highly recommend it um so yeah I wanted to throw that out there as well and just remind y'all that you know when it comes to your college experience you have the power to make so many decisions about you know your day-to-day life and yourself and everything that you do and that's the beauty of college that you get to create your own journey and that's the absolutely amazing part about all of it um so thank y'all so much again for kind of you know thinking through mental health topics with me and things that may not be so glamorous. I want to say that we had our first part of the financial aid series and it was great. Our host Destiny really answered questions about FAFSA, um, scholarships, grants, loans, work study, all that good stuff. So if you want to be a part of the second part of that conversation, please make sure you click the link in our bio on Instagram to sign up for that. It is happening this upcoming Sunday, October 6th. It is online, it's virtual, so anybody can join in. You can be anywhere. You definitely do not want to miss that. So make sure y'all get plugged in. Like I said, please get hooked up with our newsletter. Follow us on Instagram. Subscribe to this podcast. Tell a friend to tell a friend because we are almost at 500 downloads, y'all. So I need all of y'all to share this episode, share the other episodes, tell everybody so that we can really, you know, get up there with our numbers. And I really appreciate all of y'all for just continuing to listen. Thank you so much. And inbox us if y'all have any suggestions or anything because, I mean, we love to hear from y'all. So thank you again for listening. And I can't wait to talk to y'all next week. Bye.